Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Hey, Sid. Hey, Justin. Um, I think you're going to be excited for our topic today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I think it's it's quite humorous. Oh, um, well, that's good. I mean, that's kind of what we do on the show, so I'm happy to hear that, that it's a humorous uh, you know, topic. Uh, no, but I mean... I think this one especially will be very humorous. Okay. I mean, that's kind of my department. And so it's more of me up to me to like decide and make sure it's funny, but I'm glad that you hear it. Well, but it, this one, I mean, will be, I think, filled with humor. Well, it's, it's frankly not off to a great start now. Why do you think it's going to be? Okay, never mind. It's about humors. Oh, I well, thought you'd humors. get it eventually. You it's about the don't know humors. me very well. Humors, got it. Pun. Yes, pun, got it. I'm with you. The pun, okay. the pun is the highest form of, of humor. Sure, of humor. So ah, what, did you get ah, it? Okay, now <laughs> I'm with you. in another one there at the end. Now I'm with you. Yeah, I'm on board. I thought you know we talk about the idea of humors and the four humors a lot in our show Mm -hmm. just kind of in passing so i thought we should finally kind of take a step back and maybe talk about you know what what the four humors actually were what the system of medicine that i suppose you could call humorism okay really is um so where did uh where did we come up with this one well before we talk about it i thought we should thank someone who suggested it and i think a lot of people have mentioned this to us before actually asked us like hey have you done one on the humor chat but somebody who who mentioned that we should do this a long time ago is um chris grant my boss yes well i didn't know if you'd want to no that's fine i'll blow up his spot okay so thank you chris thank you chris other people recommended recommended this topic but he's the only one of you who will fire me if I don't mention his name specifically. So thank you, Chris. Justin has to mention his name at least three times a day. That's the law. In a podcast form mm-hmm. or else he fires him. That's why I do so many podcasts to get all the mentions <laughs> of Chris in that I need to do. So let's talk about humorism. Okay. So it's an old system of medicine. It dates back to probably Hippocrates. I mean, a lot of people during that time period were talking about we're probably influencing this concept of medicine. I don't want to. I don't want to say that it was all just Hippocrates, but he was one of the first ones to write it down, and so we'll give him credit. Okay. Um, this 
what's cool about this, I think, is that it was so practiced by the Greeks. The Romans followed in this tradition. The Indian Ayurvedic system of medicine, it it sort of takes it and there's a twist on it. It's not identical. Uh, But you see this humorism as the basis of medical theory all the way throughout the 19th century. Hmm. So, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, the, the system persisted for as long as it did. Yes, especially with, as we're kind of <clears throat> going to talk about, it's a little it's a little wild. I mean, it's it's definitely not just a, a, a anatomical or a scientific basis of thought. It's not all empiric. There's a lot of uh, maybe even a little magical thinking, some influence of the planets, hmm. stuff that's not just scientific as a way of looking at the human body. So what what is it? I mean, we've talked about it a lot, like you said, but like broadly speaking, what what is it? Okay, so it it mainly focuses around the idea that there are four fluids in your body that you have to keep in balance in order to maintain physical and mental health. So it's not just physical; it also has to do with your psychiatric health, which is I I do think is a kind of interesting point about the humor's system of medicine is that it um, recognized the mind body connection. I mean, intrinsically. Um, the four fluids are created. Blood, well, uh, what? Blood, PP, and air. That's a flu. Air is a fluid mm, in your blood, PP, liquid air, and liquid air, liquid air, and snot. Is that your guess? Blood, PP, you... liquid air, and snot. Okay, that's wrong. Wrong. Okay, that's wrong. Well, kind I of mean, good opening salvo. Not though, that, good place to start. Not that the four humors were right, but well, but okay. that is wrong. Right. Okay. No. So the four fluids that we're going to talk about are uh, blood, phlegm, yellow bile, and black bile. Okay. They are created in the liver, and then they're stored in various organs. Okay? And the idea was that they are the products of digestion. There used to be this this belief that as we took in food or drink or whatever, that our body went through four different, like, series of digestion. And the first time, the first digestion took place in your stomach, and it actually made like your, like your stool, you know, your poop. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. I got, it. I got it. You looked, you looked confused. No, I know what stool is. Thanks. Yeah. The second one, the second digestion would release the four humors. It took place in your liver, and it would release the, you know, the four fluids that we talked about. The order in which the humors arise reflects how important they are and how, you know, how vital they are to your well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case you wondered, the, thor- the third and fourth digestions uh, make pee and then sweat, I think. Okay. So. Okay. Got they, it. They don't, but. They I mean, don't. That, this was the belief at the time that okay. your body like took in stuff and then digested it at different places. Like I think the fourth digestion takes place in your skin or something. Ooh, okay. So, and the third, I think the third was in your blood vessels. So like, no, this doesn't, this doesn't really happen. But All right. Anyway. So the, the humor, the order in which the humors arose was first blood, which was seen as like the richest in nutrient. And so you had the most of it in your body. The thing you had the most of was blood. Okay. Well, and, that makes a certain kind of sense. Yeah. So your liver broke stuff down. Blood came out first. And it was filled with all kinds of good stuff that you needed. Second was phlegm. And it's important that when we talk about phlegm in this context that you understand it's not just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Th- that's pleasant. Keep that coming. Yeah. I thought everybody listening would like that. Somebody really. You want me to keep hawking stuff? Really enjoy. No. So it's not just that. It's not just, you know mucus phlegm was kind of this intangible clearish substance that definitely existed in the body and 
and yes, could come in the form of like saliva and mucus and that kind of thing, but was also just there and you didn't always see it, but could be responsible for all kinds of ills. So it was it was more than just phlegm. Okay. Then there was yellow bile. Oh, and phlegm was also, it also did have some nutrients in it and you needed a fair amount of phlegm in your body. Uh, the next thing that came out was yellow bile and you don't need a lot of yellow bile is the thought. You need a little bit to help you function. Now, would would they have ever seen yellow bile? Like is there is there a, is there an actual yellow bile in the body that they're well, referring to? Is there is it is it like jaundice? Well, that is what that that is where they're they're coming from there. So if somebody were like to to throw up and we talk about somebody throwing up okay, bile yeah. and you would see like kind of a yellowish fluid. Okay. Or if somebody turned yellow because they had liver disease and they were jaundiced. So they were probably basing it on bile. You know, somebody right. may or somebody who has an elevated bilirubin. And so they turn yellow. So they're probably basing it on this concept, but it wasn't, I mean, their their idea of it wasn't entirely correct. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Um, and then finally, you make black bile. That was the thing that you needed the least amount of, um, and you stored everything that you didn't need. And the reason is that black bile was uh, nutrient poor it didn't do a lot for you in too much. And you could tip the balance really easily. Black bile, too much of it could make you really like depressing. And like Eeyore probably had too much black bile. I got too much black bile. <laughs> That's a good way to think about it. Okay. Remember Eeyore whenever you think of black bile. Which I'm sure you do often. Yeah. As to where this came from, because I mean, you got to wonder like, so we, we saw somebody bleed. And we thought, okay, well, they've got blood in there, and blood does something. Check. And then they spit, and you were like, well, hey, there's some that was, was that blood? No, no it was different. It, it looks different. different. Let's call it something else. Um, I could see the yellow bile showing up somewhere. Well, you, you're yellow for some reason. So, the, yeah. the, you know, they must, although you would think they would think it was pee-pee, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. And they didn't connect it with that. No, mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Maybe they're better hydrated than we are. Yeah. So they didn't have a lot of yellow so pee. They so, they, so their pee was nice and clear. That seems crazy. Although I'm certain that would be considered a symptom of if your yellow if your yellow bile was too high, your pee pee would be darker. Right. Absolutely. Um, but then the where does I don't know where the black bile comes from in terms of their belief in black bile. But there is a theory. Uh, there are a lot of theories, but one theory that I particularly liked, so I'm going to tell you about it. A Swedish physician came up with it in the 1920s, trying to study the system of humors and think, like, why did people buy this? And so he thought it was from if you take blood and let it just sit out, like in a container mm-hmm. out in the open air for a while, fresh from the human body, without any kind of, you know, like when we put, when we draw your blood and put it in a test tube, there can be stuff in there that's going to help the blood, like, separate out in certain ways or okay. preserve certain chemicals in it. Right. So you just take fresh blood, set it out. Then it separates out so that there is like a dark clotted part, like your Mm -hmm. blood will clot. So like that could be maybe what the black bile was thought to be. It's like scabs. Yeah, sort of like scabs. Scabby material. Or have you ever seen like a blood clot? No. It gets darker. That's the point. Where would I have seen a blood clot? I mean, I see them pretty frequently. Sure, sure. Where would I have seen a blood clot? You know me pretty well. What are the media that I ingest mm -hmm, do you think I would have searched out? When you get your nosebleeds. Uh Uh-huh. It clots eventually. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm fine. Ah. I'll grant you that. You got me. And it's darker. Okay. So you could imagine. Thanks black for bringing bile. that up, by the way. Super, super appreciate that. So you don't want to ruin, ruin your cool Thanks. Danny Zuko image my cool that you dude, don't get. My nosebleed-free cool dude lifestyle is now on blast. 
there was uh so okay so if you separate out the blood at the bottom there's the dark clotted part there would be a layer of like red blood like red blood cells so that would look like blood there might be a whitish layer sometimes or at least a, a more clear layer that could be like white blood cells or stuff or or if there's other substances in the blood. So you may see something that look kind of whitish that you could mistake for phlegm. And then there's the yellowish serum, which you could mistake for yellow bile, which is part of the thought is that maybe yellow bile was actually the serum in our, okay. in our blood. Um, so this is one theory as to where, where did we come up with these four fluids? Who knows? So let's talk about the four fluids a little more. Okay. So first of all, the black bile, because it's more than just that it's in your body. It was connected to all sorts of... Uh, temperaments and the seasons and there were planetary influences on each one of these four humors for instance black bile was a cold and dry humor it was seen as uh, good for building like solid structures so like you needed a little bit of black bile because it helped to form your your teeth and your bones and like your connective tissue so that's why you had to have some of it. Okay. Um, they associated it with the element earth. Each one was associated with an element. <laughs> so black bile was associated with earth. It was associated with the season season autumn. Okay. So your black your black bile will raise in the autumn automatically just in response to, you know, the seasons. Sure. And you store the excess that you don't need in your spleen. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Which I would say the average person doesn't know what the spleen's for anyway. So. No, you're just guessing. Yeah. So why not for storing Most black bile? Most people are probably surprised they had a spleen. Yeah, you do. I mean, unless it's been removed. Um, okay. Yellow bile is hot and dry. So not cold and dry. It's hot and dry. And yellow bile was seen as good for digesting things. So I can see where that connection would come if you thought it had something to do with the liver and blah, blah, blah. And it's connected to the GI tract. So it was good for the digestion of various substances. It was associated with the element fire. Ooh, spicy. In the season summer. That fits together. And it excess yellow bile is stored in the gallbladder. Hmm. You know. Okay. Eh, close. Phlegm is cold and wet. Yes, that's a good, that's a if true dog, statement. If you're a dog and you're sick, then it is. Yes, correct. I don't know. If you spit on somebody, it's not. It's not pleasant. Well, I guess it's warm at first. It was good for flushing things out of your body, for like okay. pure, purifying your body. So like cleaning out, like when you spit things out or, or sometimes even urine, if it was really clear, you have a lot of phlegm in there, it's cleaning you out. Okay. Um, it's associated with water, the, the season winter, and excess phlegm is stored in the brain. Oh, perfect. So, I don't I don't know why your brain would be good for that. Yeah. I don't know why. I would think that would be a problem if you had a lot of phlegm in your brain. No, I don't really think the brain needs that to run. Um, and then finally, blood. Blood was hot and wet. It contains, it was the most important. So, blood contained your heat and your vital <laughs> essence. Um, and, you know, I mean, we're talking about a time when heat was very much associated with life. And mm -hmm. so your blood is where your heat was. And if you lost it, you would die. Um, it was associated with the element air and the season spring and excess blood was stored in your heart, which again, isn't a terrible. It's yeah. not stored there. No. It makes but, a trip through there though. Yeah. It takes yeah. a pit stop. So it's an important part of the circulatory system. And the other thing about the four humors is like I said, you had to maintain a balance, but that balance was specific to you. 
everybody had a slightly different balance of the four humors that they had to maintain. There must have been somebody whose job it was, right? To just like check those humors, check those those levels. Check your humor levels. Check your dipstick. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you couldn't exactly, there were no specific tests. There, it was kind of a, well, a no, feeling, I mean, I like a, an so. assessment. Like right. I feel like you're being really grouchy today. I feel like your black bile must be high. Um, <laughs> And and your you might need more blood or yellow bile than I would to maintain balance. And they're um, influenced by your age, by the time of year, by uh, your diet, your exercise routine, and then of course different substances that you could take accidentally or intentionally to change the balance of your humors. Mm-hmm. Um. So what uh what what else did the humors like play into? Well, Justin, I'm going to tell you all about that. But before I do that, why don't you take a trip down with me to the billing department? All right, let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier then you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going to. Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool. Think of it as the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the Easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts. And that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real, high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I'm eating filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes smoothies they got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious and the meals you just eat and eat there's no prepping cooking or cleanup get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week you're going to get exactly what you want no surprises here 
Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. So, Sid, we were talking about how they can, uh, how the humors can affect your personality. That's right. So that, I, that, like I said, I think that's one of the more interesting things about the humors is that it wasn't just your physical well-being. You will, you know, you wouldn't just get uh, physically ill if your humors were out of balance. They also were linked to your personality. So, for instance, somebody who had too much black bile would be depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is we actually get some some terms from there. People who were seen as as just always having too much black bile. That was just who they were. They were somebody who at their baseline, at their perfect balance, just has a little more than extra, has a melancholic temperament. Too much black bile. Right. Eeyore. So they're melancholy. Got it. Yeah. So we know where that, we know that word. Uh, If you have too much yellow bile, that was thought to cause like anger or even derangement if if you had a whole lot. So like Winnie the Pooh is yellow and he's deranged like that, right? (laughs) <laughs> Do you think Winnie the Pooh was deranged? Uh, rabbit. Would rabbit be better from Winnie the Pooh? Rabbit. Okay, rabbit is the one that has too much yellow bile, yes. and he's angry and deranged. Yes. Yes. No, I think that works. Yeah. So he has I a wish choler- Tigger choleric. Was yellow. Choleric. That would be actually no. Okay. No, Tigger's not yellow. Tigger's not yellow. blood red. That will yeah. be important later. Okay. No, no. The rabbit would would have too much yellow bile. Okay. Okay. Um. Too much phlegm causes you to be apathetic. You're just kind of like, well, whatever. You're phlegmatic, if you've heard that term. Piglet? Would you put piglet? Piglet doesn't seem to have a lot of ambitions. Is piglet <laughs> what, the one that's most like? What are you expecting like, from piglet? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I you, you hope he has some goals. But uh, so phlegm yeah. is like piglet. Yeah. Okay, got it. I don't know. Is phlegm like Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh is phlegm-like. I would say that. He doesn't have a lot of goals. I mean, once he gets his head stuck in a honey pot, he does have the goal of removing his head from the honey pot. Only I guess when the that. honey's gone. That's true. At first, he's just kind of chilling in there, and he's yeah. fine. Okay. Let's say uh, Winnie the Pooh is phlegmatic. I think he's kind of phlegmatic. Okay. Uh, and then too much blood would cause you to be really carefree and happy, so sanguine. Like Tigger. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, black bile, Eeyore, yellow bile, rabbit, rabbit phlegm, phlegm, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, and too much blood is Tigger. Tigger, We've too much just, blood. So That's the problem. There. You can connect that. There are all kinds of nice little charts you can find online with like the four elements and the four humors and the four seasons, and they connect all of this together. Make sure and you can throw in yeah. Winnie the Pooh characters. Just Photoshop Winnie the Pooh characters yeah. into them. Like I do onto all of my t-shirts. <laughs> this, I think it's also kind of interesting. People try to make fun of my way that for t-shirts and I'm like, back off. TTFN is what I say to him. He's just doing his thing. You I'm can't blame him thing. for that. He's doing his thing. He I, loves... got, I got Winnie the Pooh shirts and Taz jeans. <laughs> all mine have Tweety Bird on them. Yep, and it's and like, they look twe- great. but it's Tweety Bird with attitude. Yeah, She's he's like, like sassy. He's, he? Is Tweety a he? Yeah. I always thought Tweety Bird was a she. What? Ugh. I don't know. Well, he's matter. sassy. Pan-se- he's like pansexual bird. <laughs> it's like don't mess with me. I'm Tweety. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Pan gender. I don't know. I think. I think he is. Is it a? Is it a dude? I. I don't. I literally don't know. I don't know either. This uh, is not an area where matter. I'm an expert. 
It doesn't matter. I didn't Whatever, learn that in however, school. Tweety wants to identify as Tweety's business. Uh, what's what, what were we saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to talk about my Taz shirts. You know how I get. <laughs> I used to have a Tasmanian Devil matching hat and shirt that I wore with red jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a really cool look. Picture- I modeled it in a mall fashion show once. Oh my god, that's the most <laughs> 90s thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, the the four humors also kind of mimicked your lifespan. Um, so. They were children were seen as having excess blood, so they were very sanguine. So they were like happy and <laughs> it's spring and they're kids and yay, yay, we have a lot of blood. And then you move on to your adult years and you are choler- choleric. So you're angry, you're passionate, you're like frustrated. You've got right, all this right, stuff. Right. You're worrying about stuff all the time. Like you're, you know, you're like. Urgh. I've got lots of yellow bile. Yeah. Um, I'm going to vote. I'm going to take out the world. Vote. And it's summer. Got it. And then you're like, like middle-aged, I guess. <sighs> and then like stuff starts to like worry you. And you're like, everything is really hard. And I'm kind of depressed. And like, am I ever going to get to retire? And Okay. I, I got a lot of black bile. I'm kind of melancholic. I found my people. I'm just I know like, where I'm at now. Oh my gosh. I'm just, All right. I'm very Eeyore right now. Yeah. I'm just very, you know. Okay. Laying guilt trips on my kids and everything. Sure. And then finally, uh, and it's autumn. And okay. then finally, you move on to winter. You're kind of at peace. That sounds You're nice. filled with phlegm. <laughs> you're just overflowing with phlegm. Ugh. And you, you're just like, I don't really care. I'm, I'm kind of so, apathetic. I'm like, I'm it's, so I'm at peace. I'm, I'm it's so over. phlegmy. It's wonderful. I'm just filled with phlegm. <laughs> I gotta get there. You kids can with your angry blood and your melancholic <laughs> moods. You just chill <laughs> out. I don't have time for that anymore. <laughs> no time. It's winter. I'm gonna sit in my rocking chair and chill out. I'm watch your NCIS. <laughs> just hang. There's like eight NCISs I can watch. Yeah, I've got a full schedule. <laughs> um, oh, I want to be at that point in my life. I just want to be chilled out watching NCIS and not caring. That's not asking so much, is it? <laughs> I don't think I've moved out of the yellow bile yet. Yeah. I still get angry. Hang in there as long as you can. Trust me, sister. <laughs> it's all yours out here. Uh, Cling to that warm blood. <laughs> so, well, you can fix it. So if you've got oh too much God, of something, no. where, where have you been for the past You can three feel years? better. You just have to eat the right foods or take the right medicines to get rid of a humor <laughs> or get more of a humor. I've been in my 30s for four years and you're just not so telling like, me this. Do you, so if you want to get phlegmatic, just eat some cold food. Okay. And then you'll make more phlegm. Popsicles? Yes. Go eat a Can box of popsicles. I don't want to skip to the old person part if I could do something to do the young person thing. Okay. Eat more hot foods and then you'll have more yellow bile. Spicy. So there you go. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, Let's get pad thai tonight. If you have too much, that sounds good. <laughs> it sounds really good. Okay. It's really back, spicy now, okay? Yeah, back to the podcast that we're recording. That is a bit on the podcast. <laughs> I just did a podcast joke that is serious that I do want pad thai tonight, but like I want it to be spicy to fit in with the joke. Okay, we're we'll get some Thai house. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Um, Bloodletting, of course, was the best way to get rid of excess blood if you have too much blood. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when this bad boy was going to make his appearance. If you're okay. too carefree and happy, then you've got to get rid of some blood. And mm. uh, and of course, we did that with with zest, with gusto, <laughs> zeal. We did that, yes, <laughs> zeal. That was what I was looking for. Flashing razors through the air. Uh, yeah. Um, if you had too much phlegm, if you're too phlegmatic, if we need to like get you up off your butt and have you do something, we could give you some diuretics and make you <laughs> pee a whole bunch, get rid of your phlegm. And then yellow and black bile, we usually tried to balance with either laxatives or things that would make you puke called emetics. Mm. So like, hey, eat this. You'll puke everywhere. You'll get rid of all that yellow bile and you'll feel better. Okay. Excellent. 
um, and we we knew a lot of this is in herbal form, but physicians all throughout history have been, I mean, the Greeks, the Romans, I mean, no matter what time period we're looking at, we're pretty skilled at knowing, like, eat that plant and you'll poop all day. Yeah, we know, we mastered that skill. We yeah. can make anybody poop. We were really good at making people poop and vomit and pee and then cutting them right. to bleed them. Like, we were really good at those things. Maybe that's why we stuck with this humor system for so long, because we knew how to do these four things. Well, that's a good point. If Yeah. Um, and that in that sense, the, your physician was very much a dietitian. Mm-hmm. Not now, but we used to be because we would use herbs to influence these things. But then we would tell you, like, we'd give you a diet. Like, well, you're a really choleric person, so you need to stay away from these foods and eat these foods. And otherwise, you know, you're going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hey, and that would be the same if you went to your doctor and were like, I don't know, I'm just feeling really sad. Be like, well, I have the cure for that. Stop. Uh, you eating. have too much black bile, so stop eating all those Popsicles. foods that have a lot of black bile in them. Right. Also, stop eating things with black bile in them. That's yeah, disgusting. That's really gross. Why did you do that? Some specific treatments for things. Um, so if you had the plague, and we did a whole episode on the plague, so there were lots of things that you could do that would help, not at all, would not help in the least with the plague. But one of the things you could do that wouldn't help would <laughs> <laughs> would be... Um, to get rid of some of your humors. It was thought that the plague just represented like you were overwhelmed with all of your humors. Mm-hmm. Your blood, your ready phlegm. To, ready to pop. Both your biles. You're just filled with humor. And so you need to get rid of it. And arsenic was good for that. Oh, excellent. So. That's going to perk you right up. Uh, to be fair, it probably wouldn't kill you any faster than the plague was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had a fever, then it was thought that you had too much heat. And of course, remember, heat is in yellow bile. Mm-hmm. Heat, you know, that they're connected. So to remove excess heat, you need to have some chamomile and then you'll get rid of yellow bile. Oh, okay. Um, and if you have too much phlegm, so if you're a if you're a laid back, apathetic, phlegmatic person, then you should drink some wine. That is empirically untrue. I don't think that, that will one help. will not work. I have researched this thoroughly. <laughs> it is not a way to kickstart your day. I like to think that was something that somebody who was really phlegmatic came up with. Like, uh, I just need to drink more wine. I know what will do it. Treatment. Then I'll definitely want to go do the laundry. Paint the house. Whatever. Um, It was, this was referenced in popular culture pretty frequently uh, to the point where, you know, a lot of your characters in a play would be like, they would reference certain, um, aspects of their personality in terms of the four humors to like clue the audience in like oh this is a phlegmatic person they're never going to get anything done or you know like, how they are watch out he's choleric i wonder if they thought it was hereditary like oh for I, sure I mean, obviously they didn't necessarily i mean we kind of understood heredity for for quite a long time and i mean even broadly speaking like i, I would assume since the dawn of man we've sort of understood heredity yeah. At, at least in a conceptual sense. Well, at sense. least looking at somebody, you kind of look like your parents. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, no, I think they definitely, pro- you know, thought that there was some influence. Like, if you come from a line of melancholic people, you know, or if everybody's pretty sanguine, you might also. Right. Um, in the one specific uh, cultural reference, in The Taming of the Shrew, so they, they mentioned at one point that there are certain characters who shouldn't be served mutton. Why? Because they're already choleric, so they're already really grouchy. And mutton was considered a food that would make you have more yellow bile. Because nothing's going to make me grouchier than being denied mutton. 
I, that would be a good excuse for me to not have to eat mutton. Like, well, I'm just really choleric already. I'm You're good. crazy. Thank you, though. Um, this is also why we still call certain foods hot or like uh, that wine is really dry. Hot? I mean, is it hot? Just hot? No, not like hot temperature, like hot spicy. Oh. Why is something that's spicy considered hot? It's just, you know, it's like hot. <sighs> like it burns you. <sighs> well, no, it's because it used to be considered like a hot. Oh, okay. Because remember, and we talked about this before, there was hot and dry and wet and sure cold that makes sense i guess the, it just the balance of all of them equaled the humors and then that balance inside your body equaled good health or bad health and um certain foods could influence them so huh, okay yada, yada yada there you go all right um also so like i said anyway this was continued through the 19th century and then we realized that this doesn't make a lot of sense empirically there's not a lot of grounding for it and it was replaced by you know cutting people open and looking inside and like the study of anatomy and hmm. actual medicine. Sure. But if you're interested as to what humor did they exist might uh, predominate in your personality, there are tests online that you can take. Oh yeah. To find out which, which humor, humor am I? Yeah. You are dominated by. So do you want to take one? Uh, yes. Yes. I believe we have okay. time. Let's find out which humor you are. Okay. Okay. So, you've driven eight hours instead of four on your way to your holiday destination, stuck in traffic jams and getting lost repeatedly. When you arrive, you start a fight with your partner, go help host prepare dinner, fall asleep, sit down with a glass of white wine and complain, or sit down with a glass of champagne and make jokes. I would do the last one. You would do the last sit one. Sit down with champagne and make jokes. Okay, your grandma calls you three times in a row to tell you, remember, bring my special medicine when you come to see me. Okay. But I by the third call, you laugh, cry, scream at her, don't answer, or just say, Grandma, you know I got you. I already bought it. I would definitely do that one. Chill, Grandma. I don't know why your grandma needs her special medicine. It sounds like she's got a problem. Yeah. Chill out, Grandma. <laughs> uh, so you just got married. Okay. And now I have to, it's uh, to me, Get and right. now I, I have to leave town for a few weeks. Whoa. This is very sad. And we've been together for months. So right after I leave, do you feel sad, but then you call your best friend and you have lunch? Do you feel sad and you just lay on the sofa, like unwilling to do anything? Do you have some chocolate and then read some poetry that and one. go for a long walk? I don't walk? need to hear the rest. Okay. You finally take a holiday, exhausted after a 10 month stretch of hard work. Your first choice is the desert, the beach, the spa, a country cottage, or an expedition in the jungle. Spa. Really? At a beach, a beach spa. I can't choose both. Okay, just spa then. You need to lose a little weight. Okay, wow. This is a cool time to tell me. Yeah, that's not a question. Oh, okay. Burn. Burn. No, Ouch. that's a question. Ouchies. Do you ignore the fat, become obsessed, exercise and cut down on sweets, get depressed about it and just eat more, or you never need to lose weight? I guess exercise and cut down on sweets. I mean, this is an ideal person I'd like to be, so that sounds fine. Let's see. These questions look rather long. You want to skip to the end? Yeah. Okay. Which am I? Now I'm going to ask you the last one. Okay. You're late for dinner at a friend's house and leave in a hurry, but on your way you realize that I, who shut the door after you, may not have locked the door. Do you forget about it? Do you tell me that robberies happen all the time? Do you ask me repeatedly why I forgot and yell at me about it? Do you go back home and lock it yourself if you have a problem? Or do you say nothing but worry all evening? I'm going to worry all evening. All right. 
So do we want to see what your personality is? Yeah, what's my what's my humor? Blood. 42% blood. That means you're sanguine. Yeah, well, this test is bad. <laughs> you need a new test. That's the best of all the humors. Yay. Look at that. You're thoughtful and you're I didn't balanced. answer the other ones, though. I'm going to have to go back and answer the rest. It looks like you need some melancholy, though. You have too much. Uh, sorry, what? Yeah. Have too much what? Blood. I need some melancholy. You need some more melancholy. Excellent. Well, I will definitely look into that. Seeing as it's been February for five months now, and <laughs> it's been winter for seven years, and I'm actually full up on melancholy right now. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. You're going to need to get a some frozen more. tundra wasteland. I've never left this house. We'll work on getting you some more melancholy later. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can I just listen to Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness? Is that an option? Well, I think that would work, actually. Yeah, that would actually fine. probably that would be, out that'd fine. be a good idea. You, uh, can, you can listen to that while I'm doing my 90s fashion show at the mall with my Taz shirt. <laughs> folks, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've had some fun. Uh, thanks to the taxpayers for letting us use their song, Medicines, uh, as our intro and outro. Thanks to you for listening. If you get a sec, if you could go to iTunes.com slash Sawbones and rate and review our show, that would just be swell. Uh, we, would, we would certainly appreciate that. And uh, tell you what, we got Max Fun, the Max Fun Drive uh, coming up next week. So uh, that's going to be fun. There's always a lot of exciting stuff going on, and we're sure to have a lot of good stuff for you. So uh, get get hyped for that. That's starting soon. Maybe next week, but week after. Soon. Very soon. That's the important thing. And uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us until next Tuesday. I know it's Wednesday, but until next Tuesday, <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.